Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to Wrestling Days Reviews. We are going to be reviewing NXT this week. Um, it was a little bit back to normal, dare I say. Uh, I think this was a little bit of a lull because I think next week is going to be quite special. Next week is actually the one-year anniversary of NXT 2.0. So I think next week's going to be special. This week, I think they just, I don't know, I think we just got through. I think this was just literally a bridge from Worlds Collide into next week's one-year special. So we're going to run down. Um, I don't feel like there's actually that much to go through, but uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe when we get into it, um, it will start to uh, reveal that there was a lot more on this show than what I'm remembering. But uh, the show opens with Tyler Bates in the ring, comes down to the ring. And uh, basically he says, you know, he wants to thank everyone that backed NXT UK, said that he was the first champ, the last champ. He hopes that he represented NXT UK uh, to the best of his uh, abilities. Uh, he thanks Bron Breaker as well. Um, he's, he's full of kind words, full of uh, really nice things here. And uh, yeah, it's all really positive. Um, then Gallus interrupts. Gallus come down. They say you've let the you've let your country down. You've let the UK down. You've let Europe down. Really, really laying into him for not being victorious the other day at Worlds Collide. Uh, the crowd were very quick to point out that Gallus were not successful in their tag title match either. So uh, they were being uh, called out for that. But either way, they get into the ring. They start beating up on Tyler. Uh, I did wonder if there would be a tag team that was going to come down. I couldn't quite figure out who it would be. I think I was probably leaning to Briggs and Jensen. They're kind of like super baby faces. So uh, I was thinking maybe them, but no. It wasn't. It was Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker, who is as good as a tag team, a one-man tag team. Uh, he came down and he helped Tyler uh, clear house. And uh, obviously that set up our main event, which would be Tyler Bate and Bron Breaker taking on Gallus. So uh, that would be our main event later on. Uh, then we uh, went to our first match. Uh, first match was... Uh, Nikki, A.S.H. and Dewdrop taking on Toxic Attraction. This was all right. Didn't massively grab me. It was all right. Um, there was a kick from J.C. Jane towards the end, which um, seemed to land uh, on Dewdrop's nose. Uh, nose busted open. Blood, as you can see from the image, uh, coming down her nose. She does get the pin on Gigi Dolan. And so, surprisingly... Amazingly, Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop actually get the victory here. Uh, I think this is really surprising because it's been heavily teased that Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop are going to split up. So I was totally expecting Toxic Attraction to get the victory here, but they don't. It's Nikki A.S.H. and it's Dewdrop. So we've spoke about how in the background of um, promos and things on Raw, you've seen... Uh, Nikki and Dewdrop arguing. So uh, it is kind of surprising to see them here on NXT, somewhere that I don't expect them to stay very long, um, and picking up a victory, picking up a win. I don't know if this is going to result in a rematch down the road somehow. Uh, maybe Toxic Attraction get the victory there. But uh, no, right now it is a win. 
a clean win for Dujop and Nikki A.S.H. Talking of uh, bad injuries, we then go to Apollo. And uh, I, I took a screenshot of this because we've seen Roxanne Perez blocking Cora Jade, um, which was heartbreaking. I mean, I don't know about you. It's one of the most dastardly things I've ever seen in pro wrestling. Someone blocking one wrestler, blocking another wrestler on a mobile phone. Uh, I didn't think that things could get like more emotional than that. But now we're seeing Apollo writing in his diary. Apollo Crews writing in his diary uh, how life is treating him. And uh, I think it's even the same area. I'm sure this is the same space that Roxanne Perez blocked Cora Jade. Uh, now we've got Apollo going there and writing in his diary. So I was having some fun with that on the watch along. Uh, and then he was talking about like how uh, Grayson Waller blurred his vision and things like this. Didn't know where it was leading, but wow, in all fairness to this, in all fairness to this, they send you down one path and then boom, you kind of get dropped with a bit of a surprise because when he turns around, look at his eye, look at his eye. And then they do show you like a couple of moments during the match uh, like uh, that he has uh, with uh, Grayson Waller. And uh, you can see like the discomfort that he's in. And uh, you can see that there's a problem with his eye. And this is the end result right here. His eye, absolute bloodshot, bright red. Um, yeah, moody, really moody. So um, I forgive him for writing in his diary. I take all of that back. Uh, I think that if you've got an injury that nasty, uh, it's probably worth putting it in a diary. It's probably worth writing it down somewhere. Maybe even for insurance purposes. I don't know. But uh, uh, there we go. Yeah, nasty uh, eye injury uh, sustained by Apollo Cruz. Then uh, we went to our next match. This was J.D. Madonna. I think that's how you say his name. Taking on Wes Lee. Couldn't get into this either. I don't know why. Uh, I couldn't. It didn't grab me at the start, and, uh, you know, it was what it was. JD um, picking up the victory against Wesley. I still think Wesley is a great performer. I think he's going to have a real bright future. Um, JD, I think, is good as well, but I haven't, I just haven't seen anything from him in, in a while that's really grabbed me. So we'll see. We'll see. He, he, he comes back again, JD, later, so uh, we can talk about that. Then uh, we heard about next week being the one-year anniversary celebration. So I just took a screenshot so that you can see that graphic on screen. Uh, this, this saved the show for me. This is, without doubt, the absolute highlight of this show. Nothing even comes close. Nothing even comes close. There is nothing anywhere within 100 miles of this. Roxanne Perez against Miko Satamora. So good. So crisp. Loads of reversals, great strikes, fast-paced, um, great mat wrestling. Um, uh, uh, Roxanne tying up the legs of Miko and uh, kind of arching back, looking for a submission hold and lots of interesting little submissions. There was a cross-face applied. Miko trying to get over to the rope. She finally gets there. Uh, loads of lovely-looking kicks as well. They even teased that Corey, Cora Jade was going to get involved, and she doesn't. Because I was honestly watching this. My only criticism of this match was, I think there's going to be a messy finish. I think there's going to be a messy messy finish. I think there's going to be a messy finish. And there wasn't. 
There wasn't. It's a clean finish. It's a clean win for Miko Satomura, but a lovely sign of respect afterwards where uh, Miko is like, you know, really respectful, really like you, you could tell that um, she thought highly of uh, what Roxanne did in there. And this honestly is like up there with, I don't want to say any match I've seen this weekend because there were some bangers, but I might go as far as to say, and I think I am, I think I'm going to say it. Best women's match I saw this extended weekend. I would take this over any of the women's matches I saw at Clash, over any of the women's matches I saw at... I'm trying to think if there was anything I saw at Worlds Collide that was better than this, and I don't think there was. Not women's match-wise. Uh, and I don't think there was anything at... I mean, this beats Jade Cargill uh, against Athena. So uh, I don't think there was anything that uh, I can say was better at all out. So I, I would say this is the best female match I saw from, you know, Saturday, Sunday and Raw. Uh, this this was great. This was great. People in the chat were between four and five. Uh, I would probably be about four stars as well. I really, really enjoyed it. So this was an absolute highlight. And uh, if I am coming across as being a bit down on this show, I think it's just because it didn't meet the standard that we've had recently. Um, I think this might be the, the the weakest episode we've seen since I kind of came back to watching NXT. But I will also go as far as to say this one match made watching this show totally worth it. Totally worth it. I'm pleased that I watched NXT this week because of this match. It was really, really enjoyable. So, uh, yeah, kudos to the women. Uh, <clears throat> but not that woman. Ah, not that charlatan. Uh, we got Cora Jade jumping into the ring with, uh, I don't know if it was a baseball bat or a snooker cue or just a stick that she found, but she walloped Roxanne Perez. Um, I mean, it's right that she's upset because, you know, she had her number blocked and not, not even was it done privately it was put on TV for everyone to see. So I can understand Cora Jade being very upset. Uh, she came out and uh, absolutely walloped uh, Roxanne Perez. Um, Miko would come back and uh, stand by her side and kind of obviously Cora Jade would scuttle, scuttle away. So, yeah, I uh, uh, all of this I thought was really, really good. And I'm, I'm really down for seeing these two have a rematch, which uh, we're undoubtedly going to get soon. Uh, then we heard from uh, Damon Kemp. Damon Kemp was explaining as to why he attacked Creed Brothers and why he wanted to destroy Diamond Mine. He was basically saying that he wasn't being given attention. Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, boo-hoo. Wasn't being given enough attention. Um, wanted, like, you know, to be heard. Felt that Ivy Nile had more of a voice than what he did. And uh, he just said he decided he was going to bring it down from the inside and uh, he confirms that he was the one that attacked Roderick Strong in the car park as well. So, uh, yeah, interesting. You know, I'm, I'm down for this. I really like Creed Brothers. I really like Ivy Nile and Diamond Mine, actually. So uh, anything to do with those guys, I'm, uh, I'm on board. Uh, this was strange. I don't know who, like, these people are. I know that's fake, what we call fake Stephanie. Uh, but I didn't know who she was talking to. But, uh, yeah, basically this is... Um, Kiana James, who we saw have her debut the other week, 
Uh, she was uh, talking to Ariana Grace. Now, I don't know if we've seen Ariana Grace before, but uh, she was talking to Ariana Grace. And uh, it was confirmed later that the match we would get next week would be Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons taking on Ariana Grace and Kiana James. So there we go. We're, we're seeing like new people being introduced all the time. Um, but the big talking point was the person in the background, uh, the person in the background in the red hood. Um, they were obviously designed to stand out during this segment, catch people's uh, eye. And uh, there's a lot of speculation as to who that might be. To be honest, I, I can't even quite tell if it's a guy or a girl or I don't know. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see. But uh, yeah, who is in the red hoodie? That's uh, a big talking point coming out of this week's NXT. Uh, then we got Ricochet in there with Trick Williams. Trick Williams was doing really, really well, really well, very dominant, smashing Ricochet into uh, the commentary table. Uh, Ricochet would uh, come back into it and uh, get the victory in the end. It's kind of being teased that Carmelo is going to be on a collision course with Ricochet. Um, I thought they would announce the match, the rematch for next week. They don't. What they actually announce for next week is that Carmelo is going to defend his North American championship, but it'll be the WWE universe that votes who against. Now, because of this, I'm guessing a lot of people will pick up the phone and say Ricochet. So I do expect it to be Ricochet, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how legit this poll is. Uh, we know that polls uh, back in the day were rigged. You know, you could call in and say one person, but they they knew what the match was going to be. I don't think they would do that in 2022. But um, yeah, apparently you can call up. I don't know if it's next week you call up uh, and vote or how the voting happens. Maybe they give you some options. Uh, press A for Ricochet, B for Ricochet, and C for Ricochet. So uh, either way, I think it will be Ricochet, but uh, apparently we get to vote next week. Uh, then we went backstage. We saw Tony and he was uh, beating up Cameron Grimes. Uh, Cameron Grimes still doesn't want to join Tony and uh, the family. So uh, yeah, he ended up getting uh, beaten up backstage. So they're uh, in a feud at the moment. So uh, I'm expecting that to be well, we are actually going to see a match. I was going to say I am expecting a singles match. Uh, next week, we are getting a tag match. It is going to be Tony and Stax, I believe his name is, taking on Cameron Grimes and a mystery partner. So, again, another talking point. Who's the mystery partner? Uh, we'll find out next week. Uh, then we were backstage and uh, we get a little confrontation between Pretty Deadly and... Uh, the Creed brothers, and uh, it's decided that there will be an NXT Tag Team Championship match next week. And again, it's going to be that uh, you lot get to decide the stipulation. So this time we know the opponents, but we don't know the stipulation. So uh, you get to vote for that next week. Uh, then we got another match. Uh, another one that didn't massively grab me. This is a best of three. Uh, it's Axiom taking on Nathan Fraser. And this is, as we said, best of three. So Axiom gets the win here. That takes him up 1-0. Uh, uh, I will say that you, this is the kind of match you would expect it to be. High-flying, fast-paced. 
lots of aerial moves. Um, I don't know. It was the match that I was expecting it to be, but nothing came close to Miko against Roxanne Perez for me. So, uh, yeah, that was still my absolute highlight of the show. I'm so on board with this. I don't know why. I'm really on board with it. What's cuter than a boy with his scooter? Super diva. Uh, Quincy Elliott. So uh, we got to see Quincy Elliott with his scooter driving around the mean streets of uh, Orlando, I believe. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this this guy looks fun. He, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I just watched these shows and there's a lot of, you know, great in-ring action and lots of serious stuff going on, people beating up people. Sometimes you just want a bit of fun. I just want a bit of fun. And, um, you know, Wendy Chew's quite fun outside of the ring. But I, I don't know. There wasn't really a great deal of fun on this show. Um, even when I was making fun of Apollo, writing in his diary, he then turned around and we saw how horrific his eye was. So, do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, Quincy, I think, is going to bring some much-needed fun to uh, NXT. Uh, then we went backstage, and this is when... Um, uh, thingy found out, Carmelo Hayes, that's his name. Uh, Carmelo Hayes found out that uh, that he was going to have to defend his title against a mystery person next week. And uh, as you can see, he was not best impressed with finding that out. Uh, we also, uh, as we said, found out, they confirmed it all, that there would be uh, NXT Tag Team Championship match. The WWE Universe will choose the match stipulation. Um, then we got to our main event of the evening. And uh, again, you can see in the bottom corner, Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons taking on Kiana James and Ariana Grace. That was confirmed for next weekend. But of course, our main event uh, is Tyler Bate and Bron Breaker taking on Gallus. Uh, another match that was made for next week. I really don't know these guys, but this is Hank Walker. Careful. Taking on uh, Javier Bernal. So that is a match for next week. Don't know. Don't know those guys, but uh, we'll get to see them in action next week. Uh, this uh, led, we went into a bit of an overrun, but this led to uh, a victory. Uh, Tyler Bate getting the Tyler driver and uh, picking up the win. So it was Tyler Bate and Bron Breaker that picked up the victory. There was a nice line from Bron Breaker earlier. He said uh, on Sunday, it was Worlds Collide. Tonight, it's Worlds Unite. So uh, I thought that was nice. So uh, yeah, Tyler Bate, Brum Breaker working together to uh, take down Gallus, uh, which is what they did. And they got the victory. And the show ended with J.D. Madonna, Madonna uh, coming in and uh, attacking Tyler Bate from behind. So it seems like those two now are on uh, a collision course and uh, potentially going to go into a feud. Right, let's jump into uh, the chat and see what uh, uh, you lot are saying. So Kane said, we all know that Rhea and Dominic are recreating that picture as we speak. What, this one right here, this uh, Tyler Bate one? Um, maybe, maybe. She is his pappy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, John said, tonight, AEW collides. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. It's uh, that's been a massive, massive uh, topic of conversation today. The AEW drama. Uh, I don't believe there's been any more on that, but um, there might have been. Not sure. Uh, imagine Jade Cargill recreating that picture. OK. 
Uh, just call him Jordan Devlin, says Jim. Yeah, I do struggle with the JD Madonna. Madonna, Madonna. I think it is Madonna. Madonna. I don't know. Uh, but I think it's Madonna, but uh, I'm still not. You can tell that I'm not comfortable with it. So they should change it for that reason alone. Uh, do you think the big strong boy is getting called up soon or will he stay on NXT? I think he'll stay on NXT. Um, I mean, he's he's been, I mean, when he debuted, he was what, 19? Uh, he's been in NXT. He's, I mean, being in NXT is one thing. And actually being in NXT largely during a pandemic is one thing. And then performing in front of people in America is somewhat different. Um, I don't know how they feel, how close he is to being like ready for the main roster. I feel like he needs to be in some big feuds, needs to be on some takeovers, needs to be cutting promos on a regular basis. I, I, I can see him being NXT for a while. Uh, Hayden said, I can't believe next week is the one year special episode of NXT 2.0. I am definitely going to watch it. Uh, Days, can me and you recreate that picture? Oh, you know it, Just Nick. You know it, buds. I'll pop round later. Um, did you know the Mandy picture should have been exclusive to this review? That is true. Uh, if you didn't see the uh, Mandy Rose picture, I, I don't. I don't think I've got a copy of it. Unfortunately, I. I think I saw it on social media, but I. I've only seen it on there. So I only got to see it about once, um, but it was very eye-catching, uh, definitely, and uh, it was certainly the talk of the community. Uh, Michael said, did you see WWE added chief content officer? I've no idea what that means, do you? Uh, yeah, a chief content officer. Did that get given to Triple H? Is that Triple H's new um, title? Because content is basically everything that WWE are putting out. So content is interviews, it's social media posts, it's Instagram posts, it's TikTok posts, it's Raw, it's SmackDown, it's NXT Level Up, it's NXT. Anything really that they're putting out is content. Um, you know, content, it's all content. Apart from like a press statement, that's not really content. But um, yeah, anything that I suppose you can view. Uh, anything that like that you can watch is content. So even if it's just a stupid backstage interview, that's content. So yeah, um, I, I feel like in this more modern world with social media in particular, you probably do need to have someone that's overseeing, you know, you probably need someone that oversees, I don't know, I don't know if you have like a YouTube person and a Twitter person and an Instagram person and a TikTok person and then, do they answer to a social media person? And then do you have a raw person and a SmackDown person and the creative teams? And then all of those, including the social media person, answer into Triple H. I don't know quite, quite how it works, but yeah, I mean, look, it's just restructuring, isn't it? I mean, they can call themselves fancy titles all they want, but uh, at the end of the day, as long as Triple H is still booking raw and SmackDown, I think that's, that's the only thing we're going to care about. Um, did they say you only saw the Mandy picture once? Yeah, I saw it. Um, someone sent it me. I mean, I don't, to be honest, Trini, I don't like looking at that kind of stuff. I think it's a bit disrespectful, but, um, someone sent it me on Twitter and, uh, I did, I will admit right now on this review, I will admit I did look at the picture once. 
I did. I don't feel bad about it. I mean, Mandy's put it out herself, so I don't feel bad about it. But um, yeah, it's not it's not something I like to dwell on. Uh, I am jealous of Dominic, says uh, Edward. Uh, I want to be Rhea's pappy and I want her to be my mama. She needs a good pace. She needs a good pace. I don't even know what that means. It's probably dirty. I don't know what it means. I'll throw up just to be safe. Uh, right, let's go over to uh, NXT feedback form. See what you guys have uh, come up with. Uh, so six is uh, the score, but the second score is 10. <laughs> so at the moment, six is in the lead, but uh, in second place is 10 out of 10. This show could not have been any better if it tried. It was absolutely close to perfect. But uh, at the moment is a six that's in the lead. Uh, right, let's have a look. What did people enjoy um, uh, Mandy's pillows, aka bouncy balls, and Daisy's heel turn. I don't remember a heel turn. Uh, I'm a food junkie, says Edwards. Shout out to you. Uh, quick question Where are the veterans like Jericho, Danielson, uh, Malenko, uh, Regal, Jim Ross? Why don't they separate them? Jericho told Tony about the fight in his ear. I did see that. Where were, oh, are you talking about the backstage brawl? Where were they? To be honest, I mean, if they were around, I would think that they would go and try and, you know, mediate. Uh, but I don't know how many were there. I mean, to be honest, some of them, from what I told, as soon as the show was over, they were they were off. You know, some were, some were even out of the building. If they weren't needed for the media scrum, they were, they were pretty much packing up and going. So... Yeah, uh, to be honest, I, I really don't know who was around. Um, I mean, when the fight was happening, I think Jericho had been told about it, but he was needed for the media scrum. So he was the one that was, yeah, saying to Tony, there's some stuff that's gone down. I did see that. So, uh, yeah, uh, Malenko, though, I, I, I really don't know. Uh, Paul White, I don't even know if he was there, to be honest. I don't even know if he was there. Jim Ross ain't going to do anything. What's Jim Ross going to do? All he's going to do is put special sauce, his barbecue sauce on everyone. What's that? <laughs> What's he Good God almighty, you've all got families, damn it. It needed him screaming that whilst, uh, whilst Ace Steel was taking a bite out of Kenny Omega. Good God almighty, he's biting him in half. <laughs> nice. Uh, Sam said, I gave it a solid 10 because I invested my time looking at Mandy's pool area and she does need more cushions. I think that's uh, a shame that you uh, didn't watch or pay closer attention to NXT, to be honest, Sam. That's that's disappointing. These these are the stars of tomorrow that deserve uh, a lot more of your focus and your time. So you should uh, you should think about that, mate. Think about that. Uh, Roxanne and Miko was a banger. Mandy needs more cushions. There's a lot of talk about Mandy Rose's cushions, which, uh, I mean, in all fairness, it was a great picture. Uh, Nikki, Nikki and Pippa Niven finally getting a win. Uh, I thought Ricochet versus Trick was good. Roxanne continues to impress me week after week. Uh, I didn't watch the show because I couldn't be bothered, says Hayden. Uh, Mandy Rose picture uh, and uh, girl in red. My hot girlfriend in red. I want to meet Bailey. Okay. 
Uh, Ace, Mandy Rose, Steele taking a bite out of the cushions. This is a weird community. Very strange. Uh, Roxanne Perez against Miko. Roxanne Perez against Miko. Bron Breaker teaming up with Tyler Bates. Satamora against uh, Roxanne. Miko against Roxanne. Uh, Miko against uh, Roxanne. The fact that Austin 316 is back, which was clearly written by Austin 316. Uh, Nikki Cross, Tyler Bates, main events, lots that people enjoyed. What didn't people enjoy? Uh, Cora Jade and JD aren't working for me. Their characters are boring. Also, the pro elite side of the chat are just a bunch of jobbers. Uh, I would rather have Nikki and Dewdrop lose than split so Nikki can get rid of the superhero gimmick. Uh, all I want is for days to recreate that Mandy picture. Uh, probably JD. Nothing against him. I just preferred his old name. I agree. Uh, outside of the women's match, kind of skippable. It was a solid show. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. Uh, not being able to focus on more cushions. Uh, not seeing Cora interfere. Cora did. Oh, well, she she attacked after, didn't she? Um, yeah, Javi with the security guard, uh, the whole damn show, the rest of the show. I like Tyler Bates, uh, Apollo Crews, brawling, not applicable. So there we go. That is a real insight into uh, how this community felt about tonight's NXT. Um, I gave it a three, said Just Nick. Well, I, I, we're going to say the official score is a six mainly because I know many of you are troublemakers and I fear that you will go and vote for 10 so that 10 out of 10 wins. And this was not a 10 out of 10 show. So I am going to take that six. Uh, and that is the official score. The official score. It will be on the WWE website. Uh, what if a Moss challenges for the WWE and Universal belts? No. Boring. Uh, Fluffy the Crack Kitten said, I give it five pillows out of ten. Edward said, uh, Nick, maybe me and you recreate that picture. Yeah, that's it confirmed. Can we get that sorted? Uh, we're going to get Edward and just Nick to recreate um, that picture. I, I, I don't know if it's the Tyler Bate one uh, or the Mandy Rose one, but I feel like the Tyler Bate one is the one that Edward and just Nick uh, could recreate. Uh, just Nick said, you're not old enough. You, I, I believe you will be soon, in all fairness. Will be soon. Uh, Kane said, imagine Dexter and Miz recreating that picture. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, Hammer Studios, I'm good, but hope you are well. Uh, do you think the new WWE regime will fire Bruce and Kevin now that Vince has gone? Um, uh, don't think so. I mean, the thing with Kevin Dunn, is he is very good at what he does. He's been producing the shows for a long time. I don't know if, unless you've specifically got a problem with him, um, then I don't th I don't think so. I mean, he knows that job inside out. I mean, look, if you want him to do less camera cuts, just tell him to do less camera cuts. Unless he's going to turn around and say no and be a problem. I can't imagine he'd do that. If Steph turns around or Nick Khan turns around and says, we think this would be better if you was to do this, I'd imagine he would do it. So, no, I don't know. The thing we've done as well is that he's got loads of shares, so he he, he is quite a powerful person. 
So, yeah, not sure about that. And Bruce, mm, Bruce, I don't know. If they feel that Bruce isn't worth keeping around, then sure, yeah. I'd say Bruce is probably the more likely to lose their job than Kevin Dunn because Kevin Dunn's got so many stocks that he's got quite a bit of power. And he's been there so long, he just knows that job inside out. So I'd say Bruce would probably be in a bit more trouble, but I don't know. I, I really don't know how... Uh, how they feel about uh, Bruce. Have to see. Uh, days in 19 days. Uh, I think Paul Heyman should recreate the Mandy picture. Okay, well, look, I think what we'll do is we'll wrap it up there so that we can all go and recreate the Mandy picture. Yeah? So that's what I'm, I'm going to go off and do that right now. I'm going to go off and recreate that Mandy Rose picture right now. Uh, right. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for watching. Really appreciate it. I know it's only a short one tonight, but uh, to be honest, there's not tons to talk about. I think the whole wrestling world's just talking about AEW at the moment, um, or seemingly this community is talking about the Mandy Rose picture, which I think is really disappointing because I, I wanted to talk NXT. I was here to talk NXT. I wanted to get really deep down into the detail, but, um, I just think you lot are too distracted this evening. And that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. So think about that whilst you're recreating that picture. So uh, thanks for watching. I uh, appreciate the support as always. Uh, don't forget, we're back tomorrow for AEW. flippity doo -dah. That's going to be crazy. So uh, we're back tomorrow for that. Absolutely one to not miss. And then, uh, of course, back on Friday for SmackDown and everything. So, um, yeah, thanks for watching. And I'll see you again next time. Bye for now.